0: Hi there, this is the Rev. Michael Lowry, pastor of East Congregational United Church of Christ in Concord, New Hampshire, and this is Love to Tell the Story. As loyal listeners to this podcast will tell you, along with just about everyone who has ever been a part of any congregation I've served, sailing has always been one of my absolute favorite things to do. And though, to be honest, I really haven't had much of an opportunity to do much sailing in recent years, for me it still serves as something of a spiritual metaphor. For me, a summer afternoon spent in a sailboat, even the memory of it, with the sun and blue sky above me and clear, cool water beneath me, oh, not only is that time well spent, but it also is a means of a greater closeness with God. I hasten to add here that I was never ever really an expert at sailing. Though I did get the occasional opportunity to do some ocean sailing, most of my skill has pretty much been limited to that required for crisscrossing the lake in our family's little 13-foot runabout with a mainsail and jib to do the job. That having been said, however, I can also tell you with great confidence that I have learned a whole lot from sailing over the years. I've learned, for instance, to read the skies and to pay attention to the direction of the wind and the size of the waves on the water. I've learned to be patient when it gets so calm that you're hardly moving, but not to get too complacent because the wind can come up quickly, so you've got to pay attention. And I've learned that the very nature of sailing is that try as you might, You can't always get to the place you want in the way you're planning and in the time frame that you expect. The thing about wind is that you and I can't control it, neither its strength nor its direction. Oh, we might be able to manage it somewhat, but ultimately we follow the wind and not the other way around. The trick, and might I add the joy and the fun of sailing, is how you do the following. In fact, there's a term in sailing called tacking. Tacking is the alignment of your sailboat in respect to the direction of the wind. You see, you can never sail directly into the wind. When you do that, your sails just flap and luff all over the place and you get nowhere. Also, while you technically can sail directly downwind, it can be tricky, especially in smaller boats the slightest change in wind direction, and you are off course. Moreover, the boom swings across the stern and right upside your head. And trust me, folks, I've got the lumps to prove it. So what you do is tack, which basically means that you zigzag at an angle back and forth relative to the wind, adjusting your course on the basis of how you can best harness the wind in your sails for good speed and smooth sailing. You might be able to make a fairly direct passage to the end of the lake, say, but it's going to take you a while to get back because you've got to be tacking back and forth, back and forth, following the wind so that it can take you to the place where you want and where you need to go. Which, as far as this particular sailor is concerned, is pretty much what a life of faith is all about. Holy Scripture, of course, is filled with stories of sailing ships upon the sea. And the sea is often depicted as a place of utter chaos and terror. From the Psalms that speak of God stirring up a tempest that lifted high the waves, that's in Psalm 107, to the gospel stories of Jesus calming storms on the Galilean Sea, the the biblical image of going down to the sea in ships. It often serves as an allegory for fear and faithfulness with the nature of true faith revealed in the midst of stormy seas. And it's still an apt comparison. I think most of us understand that life isn't always about calm seas and smooth sailing. And if you're living through 2020, you know that for sure. Indeed, these days are filled with storms. Many that seemingly come out of nowhere. Storms that are both intense and devastating. Those who have sailed for any length of time, or live the same, know that there are going to be random gusts of wind that threaten to blow us off course. The trick is, in faith, to know how to navigate in the midst of them, how to follow the wind when it seems to be blowing out of our control. Truth be told, faithful living is in large part the lifelong process of learning the art of tacking. And trust me, it is a lifelong process. Too many of us, and myself included, will seek to handle the storms of life and living by trying to run directly and headlong into them. And to some extent, that's understandable, isn't it? After all, as we've said, there are always going to be storms, and and we figure we're going to be strong enough, resilient enough to face them. We reason that however we're battered, the storm can't last forever, and if we keep on keeping on, that storm will pass. And that sounds good, and it's true sometimes, but the trouble is, a lot of times in keeping on, we get nowhere, and we emerge all the more battered and broken. Either that or else the fatigue of continually having to face down the tempest takes its toll, till in the end we're left shipwrecked and scarred on the rocks. So the truth is, is that none of us can control the storms that come, but the good news is that those storms do not have to control us. The harsh winds and driving rain of human life might batter us and perhaps even injure us at times, but they do not have to define us. By faith, we can in fact navigate the storms. We can be made strong in the sailing, finding our way simply by tacking back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, calmly, patiently, determinedly, until we've been led safely home. And we can be assured of this because all along the journey, we've never been sailing alone, but always together with the Lord himself at our side, and oftentimes always actually at the wheel. Emerson Andrews was a well-known Baptist revival preacher from New England during the 19th century. And he was renowned for his fiery sermons, and he beautifully addressed this whole matter of sailing faithfully through stormy seas. He wrote, remember, dear friends, you are on the rolling sea of time, sailing on to the eternal world. Do you follow the gospel chart, he asks, the cognitions of conscience, the guidance of the spirit? Is religion your compass?" Is Christ your polar star and your son of righteousness? Is he your pilot and captain of salvation, your physician, your friend, your savior? If so, Andrews concludes, your life voyage is prosperous, your soul insured, your haven of rest and glory contained. I love that quote. Now granted, tacking up and down Pleasant Lake on a summer afternoon, as storm clouds gather in the western sky, is not quite the same as navigated a three-masted schooner on treacherous seas. But nonetheless, those storms that you and I face are no less tumultuous, and the tools we require for a prosperous life voyage are just the same. It's true, when the course of our lives brings smooth sailing, it is a glorious thing indeed and a time and a journey to be cherished and greatly enjoyed. But even when the inevitable storms do come to pass, we can still set out from harbor into the open seas with confidence and in joy, knowing that while we can't stop the storms from coming, we will know how to respond to them. We can continue the voyage, assuredly tacking our way in faith, even as the wind rages and the rain pelts down. And maybe, just maybe, after the storm passes, we'll be able to say, whoa, what a sail that was. And that's it for another episode of Love to Tell the Story. This is Michael Lowry, and I do thank you for listening today. And until next time, be safe, be well, and may God bless you with a great day every day. We'll talk to you soon.